Hello and welcome to November 2021. I am Lynette Clement and I am reading from the Love Exquisite magazine, which you can access for free at L-O-V-E-E-X-Q-U-I-S-I-T-E dot com. I'm reading the article titled Brokenness and it's written in the learning by design section of the magazine. So this one is going to be a little rough because I'm given different scenarios. Um, so it's going to so bear with me uh, if I stumble over my words. I will go back for clarity. So here we go. The article is titled "Brokenness." This is a deep conversation that I'm going to have because it's uh, a lot of us have uh, broken something that's missing or broken or not. Uh, perfect within us, including myself. So here we go. All of us have something broken within us that needs to be fixed. Your brokenness is revealed by your mood, attitude towards life, how you speak to others, how you treat yourself, and how you treat others. Despite how much you might try to cover up your brokenness, it is always revealed by your words and actions. Some examples of how people usually reveal their brokenness are, and here's where it gets a little uh, tedious because I keep saying, if you are this type of person, then this. If you are that type of person, then this. But bear with me. I promise you I'm going somewhere, and there is always uh, tools that you can use and apply to your own life and heal from your own brokenness. So if you are someone who craves attention and likes, it is probably because love and attention is what is or was lacking from your home. And that is where you would be uh, broken in the areas of self-love if that is something that you wrestle with, you uh, you like you like you crave likes and, and attention. It's usually because you're broken in the areas of self love. If you are someone who flashes wealth, it is usually because you measure your self worth by the things that you have and what you do, or you compare yourself to someone else. Who are you really trying to convince of your self-worth when the only person who you really need to convince is you? So that's where you're broken in the area of self-worth if that's something that you do. If you are someone who talks bad about others, it is usually because of your own insecurities and feelings of inadequacy and talking about others takes the spotlight off of you dealing with you. If you are someone who wrestles in that area, you are broken in the areas of feelings of inadequacy. If you are someone, I'm sorry, if you meet someone for the first time and you make the assumption that they are going to hurt you and you know nothing about them, it is usually because you have been hurt or let down by someone in your past. Stop waiting for the ball to drop and engaging in self-sabotaging your relationships because you are afraid that the person will either not like you as much as you like them or because you're afraid of getting hurt. Get to know the person on a personal level before you judge them based on who you are 
or based on your past experiences. So I have to talk about something that happened to me recently. I uh, met a guy and um, we exchanged numbers and I, um, he called, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a whole story. <laughs> so he texted me. I usually don't tell, but if, if this is going to help somebody, I, I'm, I'm going to reveal it. I'm not saying any names or anything like that. I'm not getting into much detail, but I'll just share this personal story with you. So when I gave him my number the same day, he texts me like five times. How, are you okay? Did you make it home safely? And so on and so forth. And because of my own past experiences with someone who was um, very controlling, very possessive, at first, my response was like, oh my God, like I just gave him my number. Why is he texting me so many times so soon? And my initial response was fear. I'm afraid that he's going to be like this guy or even worse, my ex, one of my exes. Um, so I was afraid that, you know, okay, should I, should I let this guy get close to me? Because nine times out of 10, he's going to really like me. And if I don't like him, if it's not reciprocated, Am I going to hurt him? And I don't want to do that. So when I was thinking about all the all those things, because like I said, I had given him my number, and within minutes he he texts me like five times, and I'm like, oh god, you know, <laughs> because of my own past experiences, and it was unfair of me to to um, judge him based on what I had already been through. He could have just been really concerned or expressing his a, a sincere interest. So. Once I thought about those things, I said, well, you know what? Everybody that comes into your life should come into your life with a blank slate. Having not done anything to you, you, you should um, not hold them to the standards of what someone else did to you. So I, I opened myself up and I said, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a fair chance because anything else would not be fair. So as we got to... Um, you know, he called me later that night and we talked a little bit and, um, our first conversation, however, was our last conversation. <laughs> and this is, so I, I exposed my brokenness at first, but I was willing and open to at least give him a chance, a fair chance. So now his brokenness was revealed to me in this way. So I answered the phone and I, I kid you not, all I said was, hello. And his response was, hello, you don't even know who this is. Now, first and foremost, who doesn't answer the phone by saying hello? <laughs> I thought it was a normal reaction to when you normal response when you pick up your phone. Hello. And it led to this, you don't even know who this is. And I'm like, okay, hi, hello. And I'm trying to re redirect the conversation and say, well, I, I do know who this is, you know, I, but then he's like, so I said, okay, let's redirect this conversation and start over again. So I'm being an adult, um, you know, and trying not to take the bait and feed into what's about what could lead into an argument. So I said, let's restructure this conversation. Let's start again. Hi, how was your day? And his response was, oh, so now you're going to ask me how my day was. I kid you not. So I'm like, okay. Um, so then I'm thinking, all right, how do I still? Anyway, I, to make a long story short, 
after that conversation that we had, I, I just was like, okay, no, something's not right here. And this guy really needs to heal from the area of his brokenness because I don't know what I did wrong. Um, if, if anything, but all I know is this is not the type of relationship that I want to continue or to even be involved in. So it was like, pleasure meeting you click. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to go back to my story. So you have to be mindful of how you are, uh, revealing yourself, how you're showing up and how you're, what you're doing is perceived by other people. So basically get to know the person before you judge them or before you assume a thing, you know, so that is, that experience is where you're broken in the areas of the condition of your heart. You're fearful um, because your heart has been broken, but do not project that onto someone else. So back to the article. So if you are someone who gets upset when your friends or family don't always support you and you find yourself saying that you are not going to support them because they are not always there for you, it is usually because someone that you are significantly close to is not always supportive of you. So instead of you holding that person accountable, he or she is someone you really don't want to be mad at. So therefore, you you give them a pass, but you project it onto those around you. <clears throat> Excuse me. You project your disappointment of that person onto everyone around you. However, don't let your emotions make you forget all of the times that your family and friends did support you and be mature enough to know that they're not always going to be able to be there and that's okay but that doesn't mean that they love you any less so that is important because a lot of people friends friends and family experience those things you know don't forget about everything that they've done for you throughout the years because they haven't showed up for you this one time or they don't show up for you anymore or whatever the situation is. There was a time when they did show up. So um, this is where you're broken in the area of disappointment and emotional immaturity. So another scenario would be if you are easily angered and combative when someone disagrees with you, it is usually because you are used to people not disagreeing with you, not because you're always right but because they might feel like they don't want to argue and they know that disagreeing with you will cause an argument. But, um, and you might feel incompetent. Like you might feel like when somebody challenges you, they're challenging your intelligence, which you shouldn't even take it that deep or that serious or that personal. Or someone told you that you weren't intelligent. Um, so when someone disagrees with you, you feel less intelligent and you get defensive trying to demonstrate your intelligence or how smart you are and try to coerce other people to think the same way that you do. This is where your brokenness is in the area of feeling less intelligent. Another scenario is if you are a person who thinks everyone should like you and be a part of your life and you go out of your way trying to make people like you and be a part of your life, even though some people will show you clearly that they don't want no parts of you in their life at all, um, it is usually because someone close to you that you care about either left you by death or by choice. And as a result, you feel that when people leave you, 
um, or that they don't like you or they don't want you to be a part of their life, you take it extremely personal um, as if they are abandoning you. And this is where the, the area of brokenness is in the feelings of neglect and abandonment. So if we can be honest, those are the scenarios. So that's why I said this was going to be a rough one because I had to go through all of that to make this point. If we can be honest with ourselves, we know that all of us have areas of brokenness within us. And all of these things have to do with being broken. The reason that we know they are areas of brokenness is because there are better ways to deal with each of the situations that I just mentioned. But your brokenness always brings out the worst in you. And will interfere with you being able to deal with things in a much better way. Brokenness is where your areas of deficiencies are within you. These deficiencies were caused by either your own self-doubt or caused by what someone else did to you that made you feel less than. Or what someone said about you and you believed them. Sometimes people can identify your brokenness and use it as a way to manipulate you. So you got to keep that in mind as well. So be careful of what you are indirectly and directly revealing about yourself, especially for the world to see. For example, if you believe that you are unattractive and you meet someone that you are not really attracted to, but he or she compliments you on a regular basis and convinces you that you are the most beautiful thing on earth, they are speaking to your brokenness. And what usually occurs thereafter is you begin to look at that person through the lens of your brokenness and say, mm, you know what? He ain't that bad looking after all, but he's still the same. He still looked the same way he did when you wasn't attracted to him. He's just speaking to your brokenness and your vulnerability. And now you find yourself being attracted to that person because he's giving you what you've been longing to, to feel. He's giving you that feeling that you've been longing to feel. So we have to be honest and sensitive, he or she, because it goes both ways. Um, we have to be honest and sensitive about our areas of brokenness so that we do not allow ourselves to be manipulated when the wrong person speaks to your brokenness. We also do not want to let our brokenness manipulate us into believing negative things about ourselves or someone else. When we don't have any factual evidence of proof that what we think is true. Despite your past experiences or your current situation, never let your emotions, the emotions from your brokenness, overshadow your intelligence. Because when you do, you reveal your brokenness. So I'm going to say that again. Despite your past experiences or current situation, Never let your emotions from your brokenness overshadow your intelligence because when you do, you reveal your brokenness. You reveal to others what's broken in you. It could be a, your heart. It could be your self-esteem. It could be your mental state of mind. It could be your finances. It could be your family dynamic. It could be an intimate relationship. It could be your job situation. It could be your friendships that are broken. And what you say and do reveals 
which of these areas are your areas of brokenness. The revealing of your brokenness is you, it usually occurs on a social media post, in your conversations with others, in the way in which you care about yourself or the lack thereof, in the way in which you dress, think, and behave, and in the way you in which you treat other people. What areas are you revealing about yourself through your social media posts? what you post on social media and and what you do and say throughout life what areas of your brokenness think about it what areas ask yourself this question what areas of your brokenness are you revealing and if you are, if you're not sure just go through your timeline go through the timeline on your social media page and review your post and um what they what what you say and what you post and what your post reflects does it reflect anger? Does it reflect hatred? Does it reflect loneliness? Does it reflect low self-esteem? What is it revealing about you? What is your brokenness revealing about you? It's, re it's revealing something and you might not even be aware, but how others are receiving what you put out there to, for the world to see. So again, what areas of your brokenness are you revealing based on um, the assumptions that you make about other people as well? What are you revealing about yourself? You should be, you should, you, what areas of your brokenness are you revealing by how you communicate with other people? So you should be mindful of these things. What areas of your brokenness are you revealing when you always find a negative in a positive situation? That's another one. You know, you have these people who you say, oh, you know, the sun is shining. It's so beautiful outside. And all they can say is, well, you're supposed to rain later on, you know, or, oh, I'm getting ready to do something so great. Oh, why you always feel like you got to be involved in everything? You know, so it's like, instead of saying, that's a good thing that you're doing, you know, they, they find a, a negative in every positive situation. So what is that revealing about you is that you are broken and someone, uh, what someone probably let you down or disappointed you. So now you want other people to feel that same disappointment that you feel, but people, so you gotta be mindful if you're, if you're a person of, like of strength, you gotta be mindful to keep that strength and not let other people's brokenness impact you and what you're doing. Stay strong, um, and encourage other people to get where you are. Don't go down with them, elevate them to where you are. So again, what areas of your brokenness are you revealing without even knowing that your brokenness is being exposed? You are on display. What you put out there for the world to see, you are on display. And people are looking at you and making um, assumptions and revelations of oh, the person who you are. Um, and it, they, it might not be true, but that's why you have to be mindful of how you project yourself to others. So don't let your brokenness overshadow you. Don't let your brokenness overshadow who you truly are. When people see you, let them see you, not your brokenness. Heal, that's that word again, heal so that you can become whole. 
Speak victory over your situation. Think positive about who you are. Build your own self-efficacy. Stop waiting for everyone to give you a like or a cheer or say you're amazing, you're doing great things. Give that to yourself. Be, be your own biggest cheerleader. Um, build up your self-worth so that you don't crave it. Validation. So you don't crave that validation from other people. Stop stinking thinking about things that you can't prove to be true. So if you meet somebody, don't don't start off. Do not start off on the wrong foot. It dumping all of your baggage onto them and they had nothing to do with it. I say that a lot because it happens too often. So love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Love others. Be kind to others as well. Speak kind words of encouragement to yourself. Be amazing. The, don't, don't let your brokenness stop you from being the amazing person that is deep down inside of you, just bubbling up, waiting to come out. Heal from your brokenness. Put the pieces of your life back together. Heal from whatever has caused your brokenness. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. That's Proverbs 16 and 24 in the King James Version. So be mindful of what you're putting out there. All of us have to deal with our brokenness. And once we do, we'll be better people. So that is in the learning by design section. It's an article titled Brokenness and it's in the Love Exquisite magazine, which you can access for free.